are you experienced? Have you ever been experienced? And we're back with another episode of the Anarchist Experience, episode 432, a.k.a. year nine, week eight. Coming at you this week, as always, I'm your host, Mr. Rich E. Rich, along with MC. And since this is your regularly scheduled Saturday broadcast on the Clubhouse, uh, find us there. The, the club is the Anarchist Experience, or at me, at Riches for Rich, R-I-C-H-E-S, the number four, R-I-C-H, um, and I will click the little invite. You know, there's like a handful of people in the club, and every Saturday, I go, I scroll through the list, and I just bam, bam, bang, and I ping everybody, uh, and none of them ever, ever joined us, and never have. Like, I don't know what the mm-hmm. fuck they were doing joining the club in the first place, but it's functionally useless. But you, if you want to get notified when we go live, uh, I do click those buttons, and you feel free to join us in the club, raise your hand, get invited to chat, do whatever you want. Uh, what is going on with you this week, MC? We got to try the the Twitter feature that is exactly the same as this. Okay, uh, someday. But uh, well, for a while, right? The the Anarchist Experience has a Twitter handle. I think it's uh, the Anarchist EXP or Anarchist EXP or something like that. And when once we launched it, you know, I started uploading um, links to the you know to the archives. Uh, to Twitter as part of my process once I, pr- uh, you know, get the show done after the live broadcast for podcast listeners, once I get that all processed out. Um, and I followed, you know, a handful of shit pages and never, no one ever followed, right? So I went, well, this is wasting my time and I, I just stopped. But there is a, there is a Twitter handle out there for this show if you want to start doing that or however that works. I don't know. I don't know. Is is it worth it to get on threads? Like, have you been? Have you done anything with threads? Uh, no. Okay. I don't plan to. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, li- I like the memes about threads. You know, <laughs> I do. I do so little on social media as it is. Right. That for a long time, right. I was like, okay, whatever the new platform is, I'm going to get on and I'm going to get my handle. You know, and I'll just have it. So. Uh, whatever Jordan Peterson was, Peterson's think whatever, think whatever. Uh, I'm on there somewhere. I I know that they figured it out and they fixed it, but I I have a Gab account somewhere. I'm on Mastodon somewhere. Right? What's the uh, what, what was the other one? Mines. I still have Mines, you know, on my phone, and they they just go nowhere, right? And Facebook has been so terrible that I just don't post there. And when I say terrible, it's like they don't allow any fun anymore, um, at least my type of humor. So I'm constantly in fear of getting the old ban hammer or the permanently banned thing on Facebook uh, that I just don't post anything because someone's going to fucking complain and bitch and moan about you know it being offensive to somebody somewhere. Uh, I've shared this before. Like my original Facebook ban was because my buddy was complaining about something and I said, fucking Canadians. 
right? Mm-hmm. As innocuous as that is, it's a non sequitur, right? His complaint wasn't even about Canadians, right? But they just like, nope, that's offensive, ban. I'm like, oh, okay, so this is, you know, the end of Facebook for me at that point. I don't, you know, I, I got a couple other bans here and there for other things that I just went, forget it. I'm not going to post anything. Can't risk it. It's got to keep those lines of communication for the old timers uh, who don't know how to get in touch with me any other way. Um, so, yeah, I haven't, you know, it, it's probably been like at least three or four years since I've posted anything new on Facebook, on my feed, right? I'll comment here and there on other people's stuff and hit the like button if something appeals to me, but I don't, I don't do any new posting on Facebook and they own threads. So like, what's the fucking point? You know, I just, I don't have time for it. So we do the show in the clubhouse. If you want to switch it to Twitter, fine. You know, there's, there's something already there for us. Um, I, uh, is your anticipation that we'll get more traffic on the old Twitter on Elon I don't Musk? know. Okay. <laughs> it would, it would be interesting to find out if we could get, uh, more traction there, but I doubt it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, so how help me out here? Maybe this is not for the show part of the show, but how difficult would it be for me to broadcast on Clubhouse, right, and you to broadcast on Twitter on your end? Like, could mm. we rig up the same feed so it's not? We could. Okay. Well, maybe we'll give that a shot because uh, even the broad, even what goes out on the podcast isn't necessarily the clubhouse broadcast, right? Oh, actually, no, I don't. No, actually, we can't because the phone kind of takes over when I'm on clubhouse. It's just on clubhouse. It won't. Okay, that's what that's what yeah. I thought might happen. But if you can, you know, I'm I've got your um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? The roadcaster. Right. I've got that running through the PC, so theoretically, you know, this audio is running through the PC as well. That's how I'm recording the show. Yeah, I, so, I guess you could do that on, on Twitter. I, I don't know. Well, I don't know if Twitter has an app for it. Okay. Like it, has, no to be, it has to be a phone app? Uh, well, it has to be an app, probably, because well, they want control of what goes in or okay. how, how it gets there. But I mean, I, I hear you, if, but before Twitter was an app, it was a website, you know? Yeah, yeah, but okay. everybody's migrating to phones now for a lot of yeah. uh, things. Like, I don't know if there's a Clubhouse app for the PC. There might not be because there's no. Cl- yeah. I don't think there's a Clubhouse website. That was all yeah. in app. But Twitter, Twitter has a website because that's where they yeah. started. We'll figure it out. Either way, so yeah, that's where we broadcast. If we if we change it in the future, we'll let you know. Um, so. I don't know why this is back in the news, and I made sure that you were at least aware of the situation during our little pre-show discussion there. Um, Ray Epps is back in the news. Yeah, who is that guy? Who Nobody is that seems guy? seems to know. <laughs> well, no, no one did seem to know a long time ago, and all of a sudden he's on trial yeah. or indicted or whatever the fuck is going on. So what do you think the conspiracy is, or do you want me to say you follow the conspiracy more so than I do. So here's what I know, and then mostly what I know is from you. Um, he is presumed to be an FBI antagonizer responsible for uh, what is commonly referred to as the January 6th insurrection, right? And then everybody who participated in that got arrested, tried, convicted, sentenced, you know, spending months, if not years, in jail. 
um, Oath Keepers, Proud Boys. I don't know what you know the the, the list of people. Grandma um, who participated and Ray Epps kind of disappeared from the spotlight entirely during that whole process as if he was not a person anymore. Like mm. they tried to memory hole him from everything, uh, save for a handful of quote unquote journalists who went, who is this guy? Um, and that has been the end of it through all, through all the other prosecutions. And all of a sudden he's being indicted and blaming Tucker Carlson for pointing it out that he was responsible. And I think he's suing Tucker Carlson separately aside from that. So that's, that's my understanding of the events, you know, call it a conspiracy if you want to. Um, but you were paying more attention to that than I am. So how close am I and what, what else is going on? Yeah, I, I think that much is accurate. Um, since, since the FBI and, uh, all the three letter agencies won't say who Ray Epps is. Um, nobody actually knows. And so I don't know if you could like call somebody an FBI agent. Is, is that a form of, uh, Oh man. <clears throat> Slander, libel, de- de- uh, defamation. Okay. You're a government person. Is that defamation? That'll be interesting. Cause I say <laughs> this all the time. You motherfucking status. Yeah. You're a president. Don't call me that. I'm what? What? Oh, uh, Biden. Biden would say that probably. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> what? Obama's not uh, president. Who? Yeah. Who? Who is the president? Anyway. Uh, so is. So I don't know how how he could sue Tucker Carlson for what calling him out because he's yeah he's calling him out because he he was trying to get people to go into the Capitol. <laughs> so why, why is that a bad thing? <laughs> is is that what the suit is? It's it's that he was being referred to as an FBI agent when he's not? No, I actually or, don't know what the suit is. Okay. But but I will say that, that you know, the people that are going after Ray Apps just won't go away. And so they're like, oh, fine, okay, we'll we'll throw him under the bus. And, and he's going along with it thinking, maybe it's just because it's a bunch of crazy leftists, thinking that, well, since Ray, Ray Epps will have to, you know, go through stuff uh, because of, apparently, I don't know why it's just Tucker Carlson, but it's it's all Tucker Carlson's fault now. And so they, they can use the justice system to go after Tucker Carlson. That's how crazy it is. Okay. So, so it's, I think it's just a bunch of craziness, and they, and they hatch this crazy conspiracy theory you know, this is a conspiracy theory. We, you know, we don't know how it's going to shake out yet, but I think, I think that they believe they have some angle on Tucker. So it's like, so, so now it's so Ray okay, Epps gonna, is the bait to get the Tucker. I assume like they're so. dragging well, him out of the woodwork just to see if they can get some Tucker, something on Tucker. Basically, but it, it's it, the real bizarre. reason. Well, the real reason is because you know the people won't shut up about him, and so. They they have to save face and say okay we'll we'll put him in j- jail whatever and he'll probably get a, a lighter sentence than all the other people. Do um, they have to save face? I feel like they've memory hold them for so long. Like the the people that won't shut up, I haven't heard from in months or years oh, even. Okay, well they're they're still out there and they're still you know using that as a way to uh, you know convince other people that they're 
there's a conspiracy. So right, are there like John Galt T-shirts floating around that just says "Who is Ray Epps"? Because mm-hmm. okay, I haven't seen him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that would make sense. So well, after after Tucker Carlson, you know, ma- made that uh, uh, presentation on 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 Fox. Uh, about him then then it got a lot more publicity and and yeah so i it's it's probably just won't go away and and they and they feel they probably feel they look stupid for not not uh going after this guy and and they're tired of getting getting questioned about it on in uh you know what are they called depositions or who's questioning halls or well there's been a lot of youtube videos of people questioning the fbi saying who is this guy Okay. And they say, "Well, we can't talk about that." Like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> like, so if if you can't talk about it, that means he's in the FBI. <laughs> they say, "This is this is not to infer that this person was or was not involved in this." It's like, no, that's exactly what it means. <laughs> right? But is it coming up in like other trials for January sixth uh, attendees? Like, I, I, I would as, I would assume it it has to, but. Um, okay, I just I don't know what you know the 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 mainstream media can ignore it right they ignore all kinds of things so yeah, if they don't yeah, report yeah. it then it's just the fringe conspiracy theorists on YouTube you know well, haranguing but it, but the it FBI also, it's yeah it's not just fringe people haranguing the FBI it's it's the Republicans and conservatives that are you know pointing it out and they're pointing it out in court and they're and they're you know <laughs> repeatedly. Uh, I guess annoying the the FBI. So even though you don't hear about it in the media all the time, I'm I'm sure it keeps coming up. I'm sure, okay. of it. <laughs> like because it's it's kind of a big deal. Like if you're we're putting all these people in prison, Epps, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, we're putting all these people in prison, and you won't talk about the you know <laughs> the guy who started like, it. He, he's like the elephant in the room. Like look, this, this guy. Like <laughs> he's clearly the. He's really tall and loud, and and everybody was calling an F, him an FBI agent while he was doing it. Like so, is he or isn't he? Like you have to. So I don't know. He's clearly it's clearly so the instigator in all of this. And and how could it possibly be Tucker Car- Carlson's fault for for pointing this out? It's like no other people pointed it out long before Tucker found out about it i found i found out about ray epps like i don't know a, a week or a month after it happened and That's it was probably like when almost, we talked about it almost a year or two later i don't even know like a long time later tucker carlson finds it along with the the footage of uh you know the rest of the people walking through the white house which i already knew is you know mostly peaceful because like yeah, the cops were there. There's we had yeah. cell phone video of the cops just standing around, going, "Oh, okay, I, I guess we'll let them in this room now." Yeah. <laughs> they they want a tour, okay? <laughs> I watched it live. I was at work. <laughs> I, I don't know what it was either C-SPAN or Fox. I forget what I forget what web stream I tuned into, but I you know, I was like, "Look at this! They're you know they're going in. This is crazy." Maybe. Maybe that's the cycle. Maybe the 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 right. We, we got to convince the right to do something really crazy to the left, so the left goes and has an actual riot in in D.C. You know, in in the, in the White House and the in the the Capitol and and burns okay. it all down. Like, because they like to do that shit. They they would love to burn you know burn down stuff. So yeah. why don't why don't the left? You know, the left is is fine burning down their own cities. 
and their and their Starbucks, whatever <laughs> you know, gas stations. Um, but they won't. Well, only one time, I guess, in Portland, they went after the police station. But, yeah. Um, so there are those on the right that will call Antifa and all of that the the enforcement wing of the Democrat Party. Right there, that's the violent arm of the Democrat Party. Those they send them them out to do those things, and because they're a part of the Democrat Party and the left, they know they can do so with impunity. Right, okay. that's why they riot. So, so you need to activate them again. So basically, they won't do it unless there's conservatives in in power. Well, that and even even if the even if Antifa were to invade you know, the, the congressional offices, right? Because they are part of that apparatus, right? You're not going to get the same pushback or FBI response or arrests and whatnot uh, that you're currently seeing with those. Now, Mm -hmm. that's coming from, you know, more white right-wing leaning outlets, but that's the general consensus amongst those on the right is that they're allowed to and antagonize and instigate. And when we retaliate or defend ourselves from the right, right, then, you know, it's, it's, it's like elementary school, right? We, we get caught, you know, defending ourselves against their aggression, um, and they never get in trouble for antagonizing and instigating to begin with. So much, cool. much like Ray Epps, right? Let's go inside! Right, he was thus far immune from prosecution, even though it was his idea and he started it. Right, mm. the the people who followed got in trouble, the people who led did not. And so, when Antifa shows up to fight with right wingers, right, they they'll bring you know they'll 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 start the fights, they'll be aggressive, and if you defend yourself with mace or pepper spray or firearms right you're in the wrong and that's one of the miracles of the kyle rittenhouse situation right when that happened it was it was a whole bunch of rioters right and one white kid defending himself against us them assaulting him um and it was damn near close uh to going the wrong way on that right like they started it, he finished it with at least three of them, um, but they they did not face prosecution, right? the the guy The guy who drew the weapon on Kyle Rittenhouse and had his bicep destroyed, right? Felony felon in possession of a firearm, right? Faced no prosecution uh, in that whole ordeal, right? Was was, was he a, a felon? What was he a felon? Uh, I I. I don't have the documents, but yes, that was, that was, oh. you know, that was alleged. And pr- so there was the, the mental patient, right. That started it all that tried right. to take his gun away. That got shot. Yeah. Right. They, they suppressed it in court. Like what, what was he doing? He, well, he just got out of the hospital. Well, he just got out of the <laughs> mental hospital. Right. He just got in the, out of the mental hospital was antagonizing other people you know, saying, shoot me, shoot me. And then, uh, you know, uh, tried to assault a 17 year old kid. Um, and then, you know, there was the, oh man, it was, I forget the, I forget what the Kenosha hat trick is, but it's like fire randomly into a crowd of Antifa. Right. And then you hit a felon, a child molester, um, and a wife beater. 
and like that was it. So the second <laughs> yeah. Anthony Huber, the second guy with the skateboard, right, was was a, a convicted wife beater, um, mm-hmm. an assault or whatever. So he got he got the felon, the wife beater, and the child molester because that's what the mental health guy uh, had done in the past and has a history of as well. So yeah, but so if I'm wrong, I apologize, Gage. Um, but the, <laughs> the, the working theory. All the information yeah. I've seen up to that point was he was a felon in possession of a firearm, yeah. right? So and then testified. So, that, to, so that's the, the the meme version as far as as, as that goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, it, I assume it's right, but I don't know. Well, it it at the time again. This was a couple of years ago. At this point, at the time, right? That that was the report. There was no correction. Um, right. And again, I don't. I didn't see the arrest record. Right. But he was he whatever his deal was he was not allowed to possess a firearm, and he had one, and he drew on Kyle Rittenhouse and got shot in defense, right? And he he did a false surrender, which they got on camera, and then aimed and testified that he was only shot after he pointed his gun at the kid, right? So, but all of that right, pulling a weapon on a kid. Not in self-defense, right? Kyle running away, trips, falls, comically, you know, turns. Guy approaches with the gun to do what? Right? He was he was already making a retreat. There was no danger to Gage at all until he approached, right? But no prosecution, no charges filed, nothing. Not only that, again, testifying as a witness for the prosecution against the victim, right? So... I say all that just to reiterate uh, that when when the left, when Antifa goes out there to riot, uh, they do so knowing that they are immune from prosecution generally um, because that's that's their job, right? That's that's their part of the left's political process mm-hmm. is to is to instigate and antagonize the right so that they can p- use the political process to arrest and incarcerate people on the right. Hmm. Okay. So d- does that make sense uh, about Ray the, Epps? The, the cons- conspiracy theory um, that they're going after Ray Epps uh, now because like, they, they're, they're basically being forced to. Uh, so they, they don't have to, if they go after him, then they don't have to say who, who paid him or whatever, which is, which I don't think will work because if if you if you now if you put him in the spotlight again, the question will be, okay, why couldn't you say that earlier? Why were you protecting this guy? And they will they will again say, we can't talk about that. And so it, I mean, <laughs> if you can't if the FBI can't talk about it, and they can't lie about it, then all they can do is remain silent, and that's suspicious. So I don't know. Why they're going to prosecute him now? That part bothers me. The silence being suspicious bothers me, only because that is your your right. Yeah, well, you're right as a as a civilian, but as a gov- if someone who's who's operating under the color of law, you know, stealing other people's money to operate, you you you'd think you you could ask them a question, they'd be able to answer it. Well, but the the, the, <laughs> the catch to that is. Right, the catch to that is he, it is not known whether he is law enforcement or not yet, right? The, the because they won't pre- say. Because they won't say. You're right. You're absolutely right. They won't say. But 
when it comes to his trial, right? What they're going to, they charge him, you know, he pleads or whatever they go to trial. Uh, he is under no obligation to testify. So if he exercises sure. his right to remain silent during the trial, Oh, right, I'm, you're not I'm, gonna get I'm okay with him remaining silent. I'm, I'm totally okay with him not saying a, another word. Um, that's not the problem. The problem is the question is to the FBI. Why, why couldn't you say who this person was for, uh, years? You know? Well, and the FBI is not, is not going to answer that. And even, and if they go to trial, right, they still have no obligation to answer that. Like, how do you get, how do you get the FBI in the, in the, uh, in the trial of Ray Epps, right? How do you get the FBI to testify that he's an FBI uh, agent, right? That's what I'm saying. It, it seems like a non-starter simply because they didn't answer it before unless well, you put no, them on the stand. So, like, who do you work for? Well, the problem is, is because uh, Ray Epps is supposedly going to sue or is suing uh, Tucker Carlson. So, he, you know, Ray Epps is saying, oh, it's Tucker Carlson's fault. Well, it's like, it's not his fault. It's the FBI's fault for not saying who this person is. And making making it all suspicious sounding. Okay. Um, and that that led to Tucker Carlson saying, you know, on public radio, who is this guy? Is this guy an FBI informant? Why yeah. is this guy telling people to go into the Capitol? Like, it's just a bunch of questions, you know. <laughs> Doesn't well, mean. Yeah. Ironically, that's what I've you know that's that's the strategy I've always learned from Fox News, right? You're not making a declaratory statement if you're just asking questions, right? Even if the answer is no, well, right? It's well, even even if the answer is yes, who cares? Like, is it you know what? <laughs> I don't I don't understand what the problem is. Well, like, if, even if they said, "Oh yeah, he is definitely an FBI informant, and he actually works for the NSA," it's like it doesn't matter. Like, why? why how how can you get sued for that? Yeah. No. I well, I got you. <laughs> But what I'm saying is the Fox, the provocative Fox News trick, right, is right before the break, they say, you know, like, is Ray Epps an FBI informant, right? And then they cut the commercial and they come back and they talk about whatever they want. But what sticks in your mind is the, you know, is Ray Epps FBI informant, right? They wouldn't have asked if it wasn't true. So we just presume that it's true. And then, you know, they bring, they bring forth the evidence. They do the little broadcast. They ask the questions. And the answer is, well... We don't know if he's an FBI informant, but it sure looks like he is based on what we've seen so far, but we can't confirm this this way or that way, right? And so it's it, it the way it might backfire as I'm thinking about this is if they do go ahead with the Tucker Carlson prosecution, right? Because then he'll testify and if they you know if 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 they're going to call witnesses, right? They they may <laughs> as well call them or any other FBI member, right? And and get those records as part of that civil case. Who do you work for? Who do you presume Mr. Epps works for? So we'll see. Yeah. It's just, so anyway, if if the justice system was stacked, then then Ray Epps can say, "Well, my my problems are because of Tucker and so Tucker has to give me a billion dollars and now now Tucker's bankrupt or whatever." You know, so it's it's the it's the stupidest story you could come up with, but uh, that's that's what they think is going to work, I guess. Well, I'm I'm but, sorry for but, bringing it up then. But but no, I'm saying it's really interesting. Yeah. But I I just 
It can't possibly work. Like it's it's this. Who who could come up with this? Uh, people trying to cover a lie with a multitude layers of lies. <laughs> right. I'm going to start laughing like Tucker Carlson. <laughs> I mean, the ge- generally, generally, that's the answer, right? If if you're telling the truth, it's short, it's straightforward, it's to the point, right? If you're telling lies and, and someone questions it, well, now you got to make something up to cover that one up, and then you got to make something up to cover that one up, and pretty soon you forget where your lies be- began and ends, and you start yeah. circling back to, you know, to, to uh, contradicting yourself, and you get caught in the web of deceit. If you just yeah. tell the truth. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, he works I like, for the I, I like how the media portrays Ray Epps as a just, just an innocent person, yeah. just a Trump supporter. It's like, no, if it was anybody else, they would say, this guy needs to go down. He's a Trump supporter. Not, not just like... Like they're covering for him. They're yes. still covering for him. Like they haven't got the, the, they haven't got the memo that they're supposed to be against this guy. Every innocent Trump supporter <laughs> is now facing federal charges or has already been convicted. And, right. and also called a racist in every other word. Yeah. But Ray yeah. Epps, oh, he's, he's just, he's just a Trump supporter. He was just there on January 6th. It and, is indeed suspicious. And, <laughs> it's like, no, he, like he, if you're going to play the part of, of, Ray Epps is the bad guy now. You have to like go all in. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and that was that was part of the headlines that that I saw was they're no longer referring to it as an insurrection as it relates to Ray Epps's participation. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, so he he lives in his own little bubble of reality. Well, a more real reality than calling it an insurrection. <laughs> okay. Right? Like I, it's. It's, I was thinking about this again before we hit the record button because it is, it, language is important. Uh, getting yeah. words right is important. We've, we've covered that on the show here before. right? You, using the proper words to describe the things is very important when communicating with other people. And at the same time, uh, I am so overwhelmed with the lies uh, <laughs> that it's... It, it's prohibitively difficult for me to constantly use the correct language when talking to other people because it, the explanation that follows detracts from the point I'm trying to make, right? So, sure. you know, the, I, I will call what happened in 2020 the pandemic, right? I will refer to the January 6th insurrection because that's what people know, uh, but I don't, you know, I don't believe it was a pandemic. Uh, I don't believe it, the, it, the, the COVID, I believe in COVID-19 as, as a, you know, a virus or whatever that is. Um, but I don't believe that that was the cause of the lockdowns, right? That was, that was government response to the, to the virus and it's, it's spread. Um, but it's so much easier when we're, when we're talking about that period of time, with the general public, right? It's like, ah, the pandemic. And everyone knows what you're talking about. Um, I don't have time to explain to everybody why it wasn't uh, if I'm trying to make a larger point, right? The January 6th insurrection, right? I don't have time to explain how it wasn't a fucking insurrection, you know? (laughs) It wasn't even intended to be an insurrection. There There was nothing insurrectionist about it. 
Uh, and they were invited in, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's a double whammy, but that's, there, that's there how everyone knows it now. There was definitely a, uh, an effort to make it seem like an insurrection. And, and so the, the other question, and, and that's the other thing Tucker Carlson was trying to bring out was, well, how many FBI agents were in there? How many were in the building? How many of them were, you know, basically paid actors, uh, paid to look like they're going after the congressman? Yeah. So, um, so that there's a whole story that we don't know, and of course the FBI won't talk about it. But they almost lost the narrative early on, and I'm I followed up on it here. I followed up on it on Free Talk Live. I'm not sure why it wasn't a bigger part of the opposition narrative, right? Which was the um, Capitol Police Chief early on came out and said, uh, we think something's up. We need more support to get this under control or we're not going to be able to control it. And he was denied that extra levels of support all the yeah. way up the chain of command. And right. I think Tucker Carlson interviewed him and he said, yeah, actually there was a whole bunch of FBI people in the crowd. I should know because I'm a head of security. <laughs> yeah. Right. But even that, again, that was like, that was later on sure, yeah. in the narrative. Right. But if they had done that early on, they might've lost the plot early on um, instead of, you know, a few years out, but yeah, you know, he was, he was there. He was the head guy. He said, Hey, we're getting some chatter that something's going down. Uh, we need backup preemptively, right? I need, I need more men. And they went, no, you're fine. Don't worry about it. We've, we've got this handled. We've got this under control, uh, because that's exactly what they wanted to happen. Right. They got the crowd moving. They got the instigators instigating and they got the police opening the door. Right. Yeah. Like they were, they were herded in, uh, by the narrative that they wanted to produce, uh, so they could still get their stuff done and also make those people look like bad guys. And, and again, by, by prosecuting after the fact, right. Taking, uh, I'm going to call them activists, activists off the street, right? The, the, the oath keepers is a group with a purpose and whether you support it or not, right. That's, they have, a, they have a, a goal in which they're looking to, uh, to, to meet, and you take the the head of them off, right? Cut the head off of that one. Prosecute all the underlings. Um, say with the Proud Boys, you know, say what you want about them. Um, I'm not necessarily a fan, um, but the, you know, the you you take all those opposition groups, funnel them into this quote unquote insurrection, and then pick them off as you go. And then there goes your opposition, right? It was it was a yeah. slick way for the left to eliminate any sort of uh, opposition voices to their activities speak speaking of fans i'm i'm becoming more of a fan of andrew tate um really okay for, for well for the for the reason that uh you know everything that the left does seems to backfire and going after andrew tate it's like it's making him more popular than ever okay um he's you know now he gets to be on tucker carlson and and all, all the rest of of the, uh, the, you know, the YouTube, uh, shows or whatever, you know, he gets to be on all the interviews Okay, and he gets, and he gets to choose who he interviews with now and he can do long format interviews and people watch it. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, 
it's good for him. It's it's definitely bad for the the left narrative, and and that's that's why I think it's a you know a good thing. Okay. Um, you know, and he's pointing out how well the political system will <laughs> you know use the justice system to to uh, you know take people down, put them in prison, try to try to disappear them. Um, yeah. And and then if you're a leftist, nope. You know, you just say, oh, I made a mistake, and then they let you go. <laughs> right. That's the difference, right? That's, that's, you are correct in that. Uh, and Andrew Tate, right, is still a misogynistic douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> well, well what's, your, what's your meaning of misogynistic? Uh, how do I want to put this? I'm going to say anti-female insofar as the advice that he gives uh, lonely males in order to attract females, right, is uh, denigrating to females. Okay, so yeah, um, he looks at it from a point of males getting what they want and what they need. And so he completely discounts the female in that situation, so almost to the point where a female is an object. Yeah. Um, that's but, fair. I'll accept that. Sure. Um, at, at, at a, be, before, you know, you have a long-term committed relationship, they kind of are an object. You know, you, you, you're seeking something, you're going after something and you want to get it. And so you have to know the tools of the trade, how to get what you want. And until you, you know, find the right one or whatever. And some, and some people never do. And so some men are just people that, are constantly going after what you know, whatever they want, and that could just be sexual uh, desires, and okay. and that just never ends for them, and that's that. Um, but that doesn't mean that you know you shouldn't pursue what you want as a man. Like you, you probably should, and if I mean if that's what if that's what works for you. Okay. Um. So b- before Andrew Tate, right. I was familiar with, um, uh, I don't, how do the pickup artists? Yeah, right? yeah. And again, th- their their target audience, right, is young, impressionable, loser males. Yeah, and yeah. maybe it's because I never really fit that target audience mm-hmm. that what I see them do seems scummy. And always yeah. has, whether it works yeah. or not, right? Is neither here nor there. Okay, if it, if you're a loser, and it works, right? Fucking fantastic for you. Um, but it also it also seems like a garbage technique um, to be actively deceptive towards your target conquest. And I get that same vibe from from Andrew Tate. And whatever his underlings are called, sure. Because um, all of a sudden yeah, everyone's alpha, and they're not. They're so <laughs> far from it. <laughs> that, I mean, they're middle that, of the pack at best, and and same for most of the women. You know, it's like, <laughs> which is fine. Like then, then just go be middle of the pack with the middle of the pack, right? Like I'm not. I know I'm not going to date a supermodel. But, well, right? that, that's that's yeah. There, there's. I don't know. It's, it's a game. 
and and both women and men play it and and that to, to me that's what it is like a lot a lot of the you know dating advice shows and the the relationship you know experts gurus and stuff like it's it's all part of part of a game and and a lot you know a lot of them you know Andrew Tate or wh- whoever do do get views and clicks and and uh, whatever based on you know people's interest in that subject yeah so like i'm not interested in that subject anymore yeah um, cuz they validate the losers <laughs> for being losers and they tell them it's not their fault it's the fault of the women for not appreciating them for being the alpha that they truly are um well sometimes i w- i don't know i wouldn't i wouldn't say that andrew tate is always blaming the woman no not at all okay i i think it it's uh a lot of it is is the context of what they're actually talking about so um for example andrew tate would probably say like <laughs> um if you're having a problem Maybe maybe don't look for women in the U.S. You know, yeah, <laughs> like that's one of the reasons why he's in Romania. Just invite him big- to Romania and hold him as a sex slave for your web, your, your <laughs> fucking your cam shows on your website. That's how you really get chicks. Just don't let them leave and make them fuck you on camera. Don't forget to collect their passport on the way in, so they can't have so they have nowhere to go on the way out. Are, are you suggesting that's what he did? I'm suggesting that that's what he was arrested for in Romania. Okay. Well, I, I don't. I don't think he did that. Um, okay. Yeah, it was no. it was the women who who uh, who conned him, right? They they had their own game going, and he was the mark in their little game to to get him in trouble. Yeah, that makes so much more sense. This alpha male conned by beautiful women. Who's he supposed to be? No, above I don't. I don't, I don't think the the women were were uh, e- even if they were conned. I don't think they're going after him. I don't think. No, that's a story uh, that came out. They he was saying that a story that came out after the fact, and they had like phone calls or recordings or whatever, was that the the females were the con artist. Andrew Tate was the mark. Oh no! But that was just a story that the media came up with. Okay. So you're saying it's it's invalid because the media came up with it and not Andrew it's not Andrew Tate's story? Uh, I'm getting all confused. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the Romanian police said that Andrew Tate lured women into his his uh mansion, right? Kept them kidnapped them, kept them prisoner. Okay, uh, that's made up. Okay. And and uh forced them to perform sexual acts for his webcam's website. That's that's yeah that's made up. Okay, the media also says, right? the The alternate story to that is these women had it out for Andrew Tate. They seduced him, right? Went to the mansion voluntarily, performed the sex acts voluntarily, and then came up with the story that they were held hostage and kidnapped uh, after the fact in order to get him arrested. The that's, women didn't come up with that story. The media did. Okay, well, the media, uh, the media came up with the first story, too. So which media yeah. and what do you they want to They came up with both stories. Okay. <laughs> so so what do you believe with, is the and, truth, then? I'll just throw it off to you. What do I believe is the truth? Um, I, believe he, I believe he uses women to get what he wants, and they, are val- they volunteer to do it. So there's nothing wrong with women being on a, on a webcam okay. voluntarily. 
So not held hostage and not entrapping Andrew Tate. They just responded to a job ad for a webcam girl, period, end of story. I mean, somebody might have been using the women to try to entrap him. Okay. But I, I mean, but it doesn't matter because there's, there's no women right now uh, claiming that he, you know, did anything uh, bad. Okay. The, the, the media is try, trying as hard as they can to, to find somebody and there, and there isn't anybody. And so, so far, like, like he points out uh, with his Tucker Carlson video um, that, oh man, such a complicated story in my head. Well, that's why. What's um, what? What is the truth according to MC? Right? Like I know um, what's been reported. Yeah. They well, they can't find any any females to go along with that story. Okay. So, um, so, so both they, reported so to, stories are false. Yeah. So they have to. They're, they're constantly trying to make up some. Oh, so that's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. So the 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 media is is and and the government the they're saying that the women cannot claim innocence or they cannot claim that they're victims. So, so even the, you know, they're going after Andrew Tate saying, saying, look what you did to these people. And the women are saying, no, I'm not a victim. And they're saying, no, 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 trust me. You are like, you cannot claim that you're not a victim because we've decided that you're a victim. Okay. And so that, so that there shows, you know, how, how corrupt the system is. Well, that that's also a symptom of Stockholm syndrome, right? Which is a sure. valid, which is a valid diagnosis. If, if they if they were actually you know held against their will, which there's no proof of, it doesn't. Okay. You know. I mean, Stockholm syndrome exists because kidnappers like somehow tend to sympathize with their kid uh, kidnappees tend to sympathize with their kidnappers. And look at them as good people who are mis misunderstood by society and whatever what happened. I mean, uh, that that's a theory, but there's there's no evidence to back that up for Stockholm syndrome. No, no evidence to back up that that Tate caused a you know a, a mental issue in these okay. people. I mean, I I see why the proof would be difficult, right? But how do you? Where do you draw the line then between, well, this is Stockholm syndrome or this is the truth? Well, you'd have you to have an invest investigation, but when but when the women publicly come out and say no, no, nothing happened, and I'm not going to, you know, testify against this person, then. <laughs> you know. And how is that? Here's here's the difficulty, right? How is that different from what a female with, or a kidnapped victim with Stockholm syndrome? would respond i mean okay but like you 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 have to have some type of evidence i got it you know what what like and there is none okay you know they've been going after this guy for you know six months a year actually you know having him in in prison where he couldn't do anything and they have all the access to all the information and they don't have anything all right (laughs) you know it's not so uh yeah the simplest explanation is that yeah he he never kidnapped anybody and 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 so then the other part of it is why would he? You know, he's he's famous, he's got tons of money. He doesn't need to. Well, he can get he, he can he, he can get women easily. Because kidnapping doesn't necessarily involve like a black van on the street, right? 
if 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 I'm if I am not allowed to leave my circumstance, right? I have been kidnapped, right? So you you're you're saying that he he took people's passports away and wouldn't so they couldn't leave. I don't know if he took the passports away, but again, the claim was that they were not. They came to the mansion, right? They realized that it was not what they thought it was going to be, and they were prevented from leaving. That's that's the story. Okay, well, well, right? well yeah, fine. And you're saying one, that that story's false, which is fine. I, I wasn't no, there either. Well, no, find find one female that that was in that situation, and you won't. <laughs> well, they they had two, right? That's that's the two that they were then saying were the were Confederates. Right, they, they were the the. Con, but they came out the and said, "No, that story is false." I Somebody got else so is putting those words in stories, yeah, and no truth. I'm not. I'm not doing an independent investigation, right? I'm. I'm going by what has been reported. Well, the, well, the truth is, well, he's he's innocent. He <laughs> he wasn't kidnapping anyone. He wasn't preventing anybody from leaving. Okay, so they they showed yeah, up voluntarily. They did whatever they did on camera. They left voluntarily. And the police should not have been involved. Yeah. Okay. And the media is, and you know whoever the you know behind the scenes is going after him with everything they have, and it's and it's comical. Right. Well, well, we'll see what so happens. That's, so that's that's kind of why I'm a fan. It's like okay, you've got all the power of of government, you've got all the power of the media, and you're just making yourselves look bad. Okay. You know. So. If that is the truth, right, I would support him not being in jail, but I would still not ever be a fan of Andrew Tate, the person. Oh, sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, 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 I'm just a fan because he's, he's uh, making the establishment look bad. Okay. That's, that's it. Like, I, you know, how people, you know, treat other people, um, you know, nobody's perfect. And <laughs> certainly uh, couldn't or wouldn't uh, follow in, in, in Tate's footsteps. Um, but yeah, everybody's different, and and some some people like that BS. You know the the whole dominant male. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. There there's a place for it, right? But again, um, it's all it's almost like a double victim. Right, because he's taking advantage of lonely loser males, right? Who have who have no business doing any of the stuff that Andrew Tate does, and then getting them to do that sort of stuff, right? Like there, I don't, you know, I I couldn't pull it up again if I wanted to, uh, but there was a an Andrew Tate follower, supporter, whatever you want to call it, you know, emo loser high school kid. Uh, on video TikTok somewhere, right? Just berating his teacher, which I'm fine with, right? <laughs> but doing so, saying like I'm the alpha around here, and you're the female, and you must submit your will to me. And he's like, you know, I, fucking, I think I saw that. He's like a 16 year old <laughs> kid talking to you know an actual adult woman <laughs> about he's the alpha in the class. I don't know what the fuck led up to it, right? I don't know how it ended. Yeah, it's like, but spouting like, okay, Andrew okay. Tate nonsense. It's not okay, going to help sit your down. cause. <laughs> sit down, Alpha. <laughs> right. Yeah, whatever it was. But that's... Yeah. That, that is, I'm going to say, that is a direct result and cause of 
uh, the wrong audience listening to the general Andrew Tate message. It's <laughs> the bullshit like that, and it's just dumb. Uh, but and you're going to get more of that the more people that follow him. There, there is, there is a lot of dumb going. Around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that! He be, like, I can't wait to sleep with that kid because, God damn it! Look how, look how impressive he was as the alpha over his teacher over there. The fucking chicks in the hallway must be lining up to get a piece of that action. Yeah, I don't know. Well, the the the, the solution to that is that, well, you know, education shouldn't be forced, mandatory. Yeah, you know, no. If you don't want to, if you don't want to be there, if you want to be the alpha, you know, you should be allowed to, you know, make start your own class. Like, oh, do you do you want to go to the alpha class? <laughs> okay, like, fine. There, in a free market, will, we would have that, right? Yeah. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying the teachers in the right. Right. I'm, I am generally a fan when students rebel against establishment teachers um, in the public school system. Right. Like there was a, I saw another video that not related to the Andrew Tate thing. Right. But it was like this fucking student, just chick female student pepper sprayed the teacher because she he took her phone away. I was like, you go, girl. That's your fucking phone. Go get it back. By any means necessary, right? He's a thief. I don't give a shit how much authority he has. Pepper spray that son of a bitch. Kick him in the nuts. Grab your phone and go about your business, right? Because there was there was a clear act of theft there by yeah. someone in a position of authority, and he got what he fucking deserved. Yeah. Right? Well, there's there's another problem though is that the, the teachers, you know, similar to the students, are not allowed to separate themselves you know <laughs> like, no, the, the teacher should have kicked the kid out to get out of this is this is my space to teach you know get out um, as if they've if never you, sent anybody to the principal's office come on oh it's not it's not about going to the principal's office because the principal will send them right back okay so they yeah they, they don't have the uh anyway that that should be the should be the option always okay and unfortunately it's not and, and it creates dangerous situations in classrooms. You're where correct. There's, where there's thievery from the teachers. You know? Yeah, no, got it. <laughs> but, but, but going all alpha on the teacher because you listened to the Andrew Tate podcast last night, right? Probably not the best way to attract the female species um, or demonstrate that you are indeed alpha in that situation. So, yeah. Well, there, there, there is a lot of idiots out there. Um, yeah, and he preys upon them for money, <laughs> and it works, right? It's effective. Credit where it's due. I am just not a fan of that methodology. Yeah, I, I think it's more funny than anything. It's uh, okay. If yeah, go yeah, funny, funny as a as a as an audience member, uh, laughing at the patheticness of his students, right? Yeah, yeah, no. I, I think Andrew Tate himself is is uh, pretty impressive for for what he's able to you know keep up as far as his his image and his act. Um, oh yeah, but but the the people that are obsessed with him or or, or really you know can't get enough of his, of his message. It's like they'll never get to that. Eh. Level. <laughs> it's not reproducible. That's yeah, that's well, part of the problem. It's kind of, it's kind of like you know w- women's beauty standards. It's like yeah, there's there's women's standards that are unattainable that's why they're on the front of the magazine you know well, it used to be anyway it used to yeah, be used to be <laughs> now they now they put dudes <laughs> now the dudes like winning miss norwegia whatever <laughs> norwegian oh miss universe or whatever it is 
Uh, somebody called her horse face. I'm like, yep. Because she is. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the picture. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, with all the flooding that's going around here, they should have her help build the dam. <laughs> and then the runner-up, right? Female, gorgeous. That's the winner yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly, if there was no political agenda, right, we know who the winner would be. And and as a female, I, I still take the same stance on this is, is the sports. Like, why would, why would you even accept second place? You, I, I, you would get more out of it by saying, nope, I'm not second. <laughs> like, I'm just not in this anymore. Because um, they are respectful and have decorum to the process or whatever it is. But you're right. It would take a group effort to stand up and just withdraw from the competition. Um, yeah. And then it would be like, you know, Miss Thailand, uh, where it's just all lady boys and dudes, right? <laughs> just just have that be the competition. RuPaul's drag race across the board. So the Secret Service decided that uh, they don't know who snuck Hunter's bag of cocaine into the White House. Yeah, and that's that's probably the, the, the right way to approach that. You think on, it's it's not a big deal when I mean there, there's you know coke heads in in the White House everybody knows that okay and so it's already it's already a non-story it's like doesn't matter that that they found it <laughs> it's like, all right who cares <laughs> you know it <laughs> if there wasn't a federal prohibition against it and people in jail for nonviolent crimes because of it right then it would be a non-story. I don't like legalize all drugs, let the market decide all that other fun stuff. Right. But if you're, well, I mean, if you're the head of the, if you're head of the enforcement arm that prosecutes people and incarcerates them for this stuff, right. Yeah. You can't then say it's okay for me to do it too. If they, if they really cared and they really didn't want, you know, cocaine in, in the white house, first thing you'd have to say, no, nobody who's, uh, a crackhead can come in the White House, and that includes the son, yeah. Hunter Biden, because like they already know he's a user. So, just sorry, you know, priorities and shit. Like you can't come in. Well, like, that, was, that would be the if they cared, and that was honestly, part of the story. They don't care. So, <laughs> yeah. and again, and it's fine if they don't care, right? But then, then pardon all the drug offenders, let them all out declassify it and make it a non-care for everybody right like the, the the secret service came out and said well it couldn't have gotten by us and the only people that get by us without going through our system uh is friends and family of the president and and whatever right mm-hmm. so, so it had to be inner circle members and then their investigation was just looking at all the security footage of someone else Right, like they couldn't have gotten by our security, so the only thing we're going to investigate is our security. <laughs> yeah, like, well, don't fucking do that. You already said your security's on lockdown, right? Find the fucking holes where this could have slipped through, and work your way back from there. Right. Well, it's it's, it's so much easier just to say, well, assume it was somebody on the inner circle. So. That's what I'm saying. But then investigate. They, they, they assumed what? it was some. Like, here's the thing. Again, I'll play detective, right? They assume it's somebody on the inner circle, right? And then they focus their investigation on the public. Yeah, but, but why, why not just make it so everybody just assumes that it was somebody? Like, just say the whole, the whole Biden family. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's, 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 it's them. That. Yeah. It's them who, you know, so. Well, because you can't come out on the public and say that. I mean, but, but that's what it is. I know. <laughs> like it's, it's, Everyone it's, knows that you just can't talk about it. It's a crime syndicate, and they're, they're in charge. Yeah. Or supposedly. I don't think they're actually in charge. I think it's, yeah. the, you know. Go, go ahead and the, get the, the mainstream deep, media to, to, to go with that narrative. The deep state, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the, the media is part of the deep state, so. So they're not going to go with that narrative until it's yeah, time to, to get rid of the Bidens. The, the narrative doesn't matter. It's just, just assume what you want to. That's, that's the real narrative, and that's what they're, that's what they're going with. All right. Assume what, assume what you will. We are still in power. That's all that matters. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's true, right? It doesn't matter what the truth is. It doesn't even matter if you can prove it. It's, it's still whatever's allowed within their frame. Mm-hmm. Which right. is anything. Apparently, yeah. Cocaine in the White House? Be- why not? Beca- why, why is anything okay? Because Hunter is still allowed in the White House. Yeah. You know, they, they should, like I said, if they cared at all, they would kind of, ostracize him like keep him away from their business because like they're supposed to be the business people like okay you you know you've proven that you can't uh you know operate at this level keep them out of the spotlight but nope they can't do it because they honestly don't care all right final thoughts nope all right that'll do it for us you guys know where to find us anarchistexperience.com on telegram t.me slash anarchist experience or t.me slash the anarchist experience and if you would like to contribute to this show financially you can do so through patreon patreon.com slash the anarchist experience thank you very much for listening and we'll talk to y'all next week peace